How are you doing today? Hello. Hey, everyone. Hey, I know we're um, waiting for one more. Um, so, but it's also six uh, six minutes into the space. So we're just going to get started a little bit. And then um, when Mike from EtherFi joins, we can more formally kick off. Okay. Let me add Joseph as speaker. Hey, how's it going? Uh, yeah, so hey, I think, uh, Mike should be joining shortly, but uh, I think we can kick off. I think it's, apologies uh, for the delay on our end. Okay. No worries, no worries. Great great having you all today. Um, good seeing you, son. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get started. Um, why don't, I think people may know son, but if, if they don't, um, and this is the first time meeting son, son, do you want to introduce yourself? And then Joseph, I'll kick it over to you so you can uh, introduce yourself on the EtherFi side. Sure. Hey, everyone. I'm Sun. I'm co-founder of Seven Seas. We are a uh, strategist and contributor in the Somalia ecosystem. Uh, yeah. Hey, everyone. I'm Joseph from uh, EtherFi. Uh, we are a uh, liquid restaking uh, token protocol on the Ethereum network. Uh, and yeah, happy happy to be here with the, with the SOM team. So um, let's just get into it because I know restaking is super hot and trendy right now, like Eigenlayer. Uh, you know, getting massive amounts of TVL in short time periods when they open these deposit windows. Joseph, can you give us like the TLDR on like what restaking is, why it's important, and then how EtherFi fits in? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. So uh, EtherFi is uh, the the first uh, natively restaked uh, liquid staking token. So uh, what it essentially does, it allows users to uh, deposit their ETH, receive uh, ETH in return. And in the background, what, uh, what happens is that ETH is uh, natively restaked. So natively restaked, meaning uh, the withdrawal credentials are, are pointed at an eigenpod. Um, and it still allows uh, users to have composability of uh, their ETH. So now they can go and uh, LP in different uh, liquidity pools. They can uh, borrow against their position while still uh, having that position natively restaked. So we think it's a, it's a really interesting opportunity in the space uh, as obviously LSTs continue to evolve, it offers uh, an additional solution uh, for users looking to now expand into the uh, Eigenlayer ecosystem and other uh, restaking ecosystems as well. So we think there's a lot of opportunity as uh, this kind of restaking solutions uh, start to evolve uh, to allow users different opportunities to provide their ETH, uh, which can essentially then be used to secure other protocols in the network, uh, other active validator services, or uh, other opportunities that uh, come forward. Hey guys, it's Rock here too. Sorry, I was uh, a bit late. Mike, Michael, hop on, but I'm our, on our corporate account, and I can uh, I can start to chime in too. So uh, thanks for having us, and and uh, looking forward to chatting a bit more. So um, Joseph, nice job on the the intro of EtherFi. <laughs> I appreciate it. 
Yeah, and can we just double click into um, maybe the role Eigenlayer is aiming yeah. to play? I know y'all aren't the Eigenlayer team, but it just it feels <laughs> critical to really understanding the, the LRT component. Uh, totally. Um, yep, that totally makes sense. Um, the So I, I think that the biggest thing like with um, restaking in general right now is like, it's just a narrative. Like there's there's a lot of work that's being done, but there's no actual restaking happening yet. Um, which is kind of crazy, right? Like there's, I, I would say almost inarguably that uh, Eigenlayer is the hottest thing. Uh, oh, it looks like Mike's in. Eigenlayer is the hottest thing within, you know, crypto right now. Um, what happens with our ETH is that it goes into these eigenpods. And when you get in the eigenpods, you earn uh, Eigenlayer loyalty points. So that's the extent of restaking right now. Um, now, there's a bunch of work that is happening to make restaking reality is, is Joseph was kind of talking about like the AVSs that are getting created and whatnot. But um, with EtherFi, when a validator is spun up, which is 32 ETH, the withdrawal address is pointed to these eigenpods. And when your withdrawal address is pointed to the eigenpod, uh, you will get, you earn eigenpoints. We don't know what the eigenpoints are yet per se, but um, that's what happens. And so for EtherFi users, we pass 100% of the eigenlayer points back to the users. And so uh, when you mint EETH, which is our liquid staking token, uh, you gain ETH staking rewards, you get EtherFi loyalty points, and then you get eigenlayer loyalty points. You see all those on your portfolio. Um, and then we'll get into the, the DeFi stuff and, and what we're doing with some, uh, like the SOM team. Um, but all those like are on your portfolio page and kind of like what things will uh, happen there. So um, yeah, that answer your question, uh, Josh. Yeah, yeah, that was great context. And hi, Mike. Thanks, thanks for uh, joining. Good, good to have you. Hey guys, yeah, great to be here. So, uh, we talked a little bit about what is restaking, what is EtherFi. Um, we've talked about EETH a little bit in that it's like uh, natively restaked. Um, is there any other differentiators for EETH versus other LRTs? Yeah. So. Um... Uh, I, I mean, I, I'll actually, I think the, it's important to know that there are two different ways of restaking into Eigenlayer. Uh, there is native restaking, and then there's, um, I guess, there's not a, there's non-native restaking where you just use an LST like uh, SDETH or RETH or something and put it into into Eigenlayer. The advantage of native restaking um, uh, is, in our case, is that you get a uh, a liquid token uh, as a receipt. So in other words, you actually get EETH, which is natively restaked, and then you can use that uh, um, uh, restaking token in uh, DeFi, and it's always redeemable for your underlying ETH. So you can always get your ETH back, uh, you know, with, within a very short uh, uh, time window, less than 24 hours. Um, uh, and that's very, that's different. There's no other liquid staking token that lets you do that. Uh, other liquid staking tokens, either just wrap the non-native uh, uh, deposits, which are you know locked now, or, or uh, they've met their cap, so there's no, no more room uh, available. Um, and, uh, or even worse, like in some cases, they don't have redemptions, or they or in some cases, they're not even non-transferable. So uh, if you just want like a very sort of straightforward, clean liquid staking token that gives exposure to restaking, Etherprise is the only option. Um, it's pretty uh, pretty awesome. Um, the other thing that's different, in addition to getting the restaking uh, benefits, is Etherprise is the only liquid staking 
protocol where the stakers are the ones that actually hold the keys. So this is something that is a, kind of a subtle difference that you know uh, is not often appreciated that in, in uh, other uh, staking protocols, the node operator is the one that uh, holds the keys, uh, which so far has not caused any problems, um, but it basically effectively makes it a, a custodial or semi-custodial uh, thing for you to be uh, you know, using that liquid staking token because the node operator is at their discretion uh, can withhold your ETH uh, from you. Uh, whereas with EtherFi, the staker is the one that has the keys. Uh, and so stakers are uh, able to get their ETH back. And there's an economic incentive for that to uh, to happen. So from a non-custodialness, decentralization, and uh, and reward standpoint, I, I think uh, EtherFi is the best game uh, in town. Awesome. Thanks, thanks for that detail. Um, Sun, I think Mike has touched on a lot of the the value prop for um, EETH as far as folks wanting to get exposure to the the restaking sector or space for you as a strategist um, you know why why are LRTs and and EETH specifically an interesting asset? Yeah, I think there's like there's two ways of answering this. One is that LRTs are interesting for the same reason LSTs are interesting, right? It's like this organic kind of like yield bearing token, which there's utility for, right? There's things you can do with it, whether that's providing liquidity, eventually, you know, more DeFi integrations like lending protocols. Um, what we've seen with our strategy development through Somalia is that staking and, you know, different ways of financializing and packaging staking are really the only interesting flow in DeFi right now, right? Like from an organic usage perspective, um, that's where we found a lot of product market fit. So from that perspective, LRTs look very similar, right? It's an ETH denominated asset that is earning yield and you can do things with it. Uh, and the things you can do are interesting and that's why Somalia is important. Uh, something, you know, what we've been noticed, noticing recently is that uh, I would definitely agree that Eigenlayer is easily one of the most interesting things happening in DeFi. And Eigenlayer has been acting as a sink for a ton of ETH and LST liquidity, right? And effectively, that's somewhat competitive with products that we offer, right? Like we offer vaults that you can bring your ETH to, you can bring your staking tokens to, and they earn yield. Eigenlayer is another product that you can bring your ETH and staking tokens to. And right now, these things are mutually exclusive, right? You can either bring your ETH to us or you can bring it to Eigenlayer. You can't get both at the moment. Um, the LRTs, I think, present this uh, like interesting opportunity for us because we don't need to be competitive with Eigenlayer as an opportunity. It's very obvious why everyone is interested in this. Of course, some of this is like, you know, airdrop farming, speculative, whatever. We don't really know what's going to be happening, uh, you know, with, with AVSs on Eigenlayer and so on. But I think the point is that doing things with your liquid restaking tokens, doing interesting things in DeFi, is going to be just as compelling as liquid staking tokens have been. Uh, so we're trying to be early here in building these products. Um, the idea is that what these vaults will do is similar to what some of our other liquid staking to token vaults do, which is providing liquidity in DeFi to start. In the long run, again, as there are new lending integrations and DeFi integrations, these vaults will be ready to capture those opportunities as they come up. And from a user, perspective do you see folks picking between um like hey i want 
exposure to an LRT vault versus a pure LST vault, or do, does everything blend together? Um, how do you how do you see like that that playing out? I think um, this is like an interesting question, and it's something we're figuring out on the product side, which is that how much are people sensitive to spe- exposure to specific projects versus yield and rewards and things like that? And I think right now people are more sensitive to like what are the rewards i'm getting what are the various points and like raw apy incentives uh so from that perspective i think the fact that you know an etherfi vault right an etherfi product is benefiting from several forms of um, not only like underlying yield generation right in terms of providing liquidity but also benefiting in everything you get with taking exposure to eeth right which is Eigenlayer points, Etherfi points, um, that underlying staking, right? So there's not an opportunity cost of you're you're like losing out on the staking rate. Um, so I think it's I think it's going to be very compelling relative to traditional uh, liquid staking token products because you're getting the same base organic staking rates plus everything on top. Mike, how do y'all see it playing out from the Etherfi side? Uh, in terms of like the the I guess why it's interesting or where, which way tokens are going to flow. Yeah. I think like, you know, ETH is slowly converting to the LST, right? Like we're we're seeing that migration occur. Um, But then how, how do you foresee users deciding between like staying in LST land or LRT land or do they, they become one in the same? Oh yeah. I I think, uh, yeah, for sure. It's going to become stable state. Like it's the idea. Um, like there's there's two things that are going to happen over the next i don't know year or two i guess uh maybe sooner um the first is you know you've got uh um uh you know the the dank sharding or proto dank sharding uh release that's uh, that's coming out on ethereum uh and then you've got a bunch of data availability solutions uh like um uh you know celestia and eigenda uh coming online which is going to significantly reduce the cost of uh, rollups, uh, the, the amount of gas that rollups pay to Ethereum. So it's going to reduce staking yields. So all this stuff is going to make block space cheaper and therefore reduce staking yields. The second thing that's going to happen is uh, partly led by restaking uh, is uh, you know more and more ETH is going to be staked. So as more ETH gets staked, naturally you have less. Uh, uh, yield. It's because it's you know it's a, the same amount of yield roughly divided by a, a larger number of uh, stakers. So it's really not crazy. In fact, it, it would be surprising to me if staking yields don't come down to like you know one or two percent over the next year or two. Um, and so in the in the context of a world where staking yields are you know you know one percent, uh, restaking is going to be the only option. Otherwise, people are just uh, uh, they're not going to be getting enough for return on their on their ETH, um, and so LSTs that are sort of vanilla and only offer pure sort of staking are just not going to be interesting. People are are going to want restaked uh, uh, liquid staking tokens. So I think LRT as a category is not going to be a category. It's just going to be all LSTs that have any material uh, market share are going to have baked in restaking. There's there's not going to be another uh, option really. So uh so i think uh, yeah that's that's my answer basically is i think it's going to converge and you're only going to have like lsts with baked in uh 
uh, restaking. And, and the value that restaking protocols like Etherify or others, I guess, will provide is going to be less around just like a, you know, a trivial kind of vanilla product that wraps, you know, staking. Uh, but instead, the value will be more around like bundling and different kinds of offers. <clears throat> In other words, you're going to maybe maybe it'll be like tranches. You're going to have a senior tranche and a junior tranche um, with different amounts of risks and different amounts of uh, restaking services that, uh, you know, the uh, the ETH is, uh, is deployed into. Maybe you're going to have, uh, um, uh, you know, like products that sort of actively manage it, you know, that uh, maybe have some risk mitigation uh, or insurance built in. Like that's where the value around liquid staking protocols is uh, is going to be. Uh, the vanilla offering is just not going to be competitive and therefore I, I don't think is going to be, uh, uh, is going to be very interesting. Got it. Thank you for that context. Uh, so I know, Sun, you briefly touched on the Turbo EETH vault as far as some of the DeFi strategies it's doing. Can you just double click on like what protocols uh, and we have rewards going on? Or something off for the vault and everybody has some TVLs. So there's a little more context on, on the current status of the vault and, and what it'll be doing. Yeah, so there's some there's some pre uh, pre launch TVL that we've accrued. We we did like a kind of first launch of this vault. At, maybe it was a couple weeks ago. Um, so far, the vault has been passive, and again, it was in this pre launch phase. Um, now, the as of today, the vault is going live, meaning it's going to be actually taking active positions in DeFi. Uh, some of those things that it's going to be doing are essentially providing liquidity on various different dexes. Um, so, you know, Etherfi, ETH already has some liquidity on Balancer, some liquidity on Curve and Maverick. Uh, it, so Balancer and Curve, this vault is actually going to be allocating there. Uh, it's also going to be providing liquidity on Uniswap V3. Um, that's kind of like, you know, the specialty of what Somalia vaults have done so far. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much the the where this vault is starting. I think the goal, of course, of any like LST, LRT is to eventually have integrations with things like lending protocols to enable leverage staking. A prerequisite for that is having sufficient liquidity to get oracles, right? This is just like the playbook now. So one goal of this vault is really to like help to provide a funnel and to provide a service uh, to make that process easier and quicker, right? Like the faster you can get oracles, faster you can get DeFi integrations. And that's also becoming table stakes here, right? It's what every LST is, is striving for. Um, and I think the same is true for LRTs. Um, there are also incentives on the vault. Um, these are like co-incentives from Etherfi and Somalia. So that's pretty exciting. Um, yeah, I'm happy to say more, but I think that's that's the general idea. Yep. The, uh, yeah, it's exciting to get this vault launched from my perspective. Because it's our first LRT vault, the incentives are flowing again with SOM and uh, EETH rewards or wrapped EETH rewards for the next you know 30 days. Uh, so hopefully we get to see some additional TVL flow into that vault. Um, let me see if let me just check and see if there have been any questions submitted from the audience. Mike, do you want to touch on? just some of the growth you've seen over the last couple of weeks, it's been pretty tremendous. Like the, the, the TVL chart looks great. 
Uh, yeah, for sure. No, it's been great. Uh, we're, you know, we're the newest liquid staking protocol on Ethereum. Uh, so it's, uh, uh, that's, it's always hard to kind of stand out, uh, above the noise, but, uh, it's been awesome and humbling and really cool to, to see the attention we've been able to get. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, we, we, we only launched the liquid staking, uh, token, uh, you know, ETH, uh, uh, about two months ago, I guess a little over two months ago. And uh, and we've had over 100 million in TVL, about I think almost 50k ETH now uh, that's been staked, uh, and still con- continuing to see a ton of growth. I mean, if you look at the uh, the ETH contract uh, on EtherScan, as as we do obsessively, uh, uh, it's just a stream, like a steady stream of deposits coming in every you know every couple of minutes. Uh, so yeah, tons of growth, uh, and you know we feel like. Uh, w- we're just getting started. Like it's just, there's uh, we, we barely even done anything yet. Right. We just kind of put it out there and we're seeing, uh, you know, uh, uh, all this uh, excitement. Um, but uh, we've got so much cool stuff in the pipe that uh, we're going to be doing that, uh, that, that, you know, hopefully that'll accelerate the growth even, uh, even further, you know, for, for these types of protocols for liquid staking, um, you know, you, you really, you're really only interesting once you're North of a billion in TVL. Uh, and there's basically just you know Lido and, and Rocket Pool in that uh, in that category. Um, you know if you're subscale, if you're below that, um, uh, there's just there's not enough revenue. There's not enough uh, kind of action to uh, uh, to to be sustainable long term. Uh, you know, putting aside any kind of goofy you know token emissions or anything else that uh, you know the the protocols might play. Um, the fact is you you have to as quickly as you can get to a billion in uh, in TVO in this category and then build on top of it uh and that's where the really interesting stuff is uh, is going to happen so you know we're like uh you know 11 or 12% of the way there and uh need to keep uh, keep growing as as quickly as as possible yeah and as you y'all get develop that liquidity it's like more defi integrations um and then more interesting things for for Sun and and his team to do as strategists, uh, as far as like going beyond LPing and using uh, these assets as collateral for for leverage and other opportunities. Yeah, and that that actually is the the key is being able to use the token as collateral. That that's what opens up a very broad array of strategies. Uh, um, you know, and in our case, we, there's only a handful actually. There's one. There's one place you can use ETH as collateral for now, and that's Gravita, and that's at uh, at Cap. Um, you know, we're, and so we're we're actively looking at um, uh, opening up as many of those types of venues as possible, whether you know, including centralized exchanges, including uh, you know, lending protocols, and all kinds of interesting uh, uh, projects, uh, because that's um, that's as I said, that's what really opens up the. Uh, uh, the space uh, just doing you know dumping money into a dex and doing token emissions is like you know you can do that for some amount of time while the market is hot but like that that's that's very short lived and it's usually kind of you know mercenary capital so uh the most important thing for any liquid staking token is is to add as many venues as, as possible where it can be used as uh, as collateral and it, with the most amount of flexibility so that's our main focus Yep. Yeah, I think this is a great point. And I, I just want to mention a related point, um, which through this process, so ultimately it's like, okay, someone goes and gets 
their EETH or wrapped EETH. Uh, as of right now, the, like there's a handful of things you can do with it, right? But the most common thing is probably putting it in some decks. And I think our observation and feedback from users is that uh, that's not really a passive opportunity, right? Like LPing on a DEX is always going to be, in some sense, require monitoring, uh, especially if there are multiple yield opportunities to swap between. A limitation of our current vault architecture is that they can only accept one asset as deposits. Uh, so this, you know, this uh, Turbo ETH vault, for example, only accepts ETH as a deposit asset. Uh, the feedback we've been getting from users is that these products should really be accepting not only ETH, but uh, the thing like the the asset of the ecosystem that it's it's um, like participating in. Meaning, ideally, the vaults accept wrapped ETH and ETH. Um, so I think we can like tease here that although today that isn't the case, in a matter of a couple weeks, we're just finalizing uh, some of the smart contract work. It's going to be going to audit very soon. Uh, but in a couple of weeks, we will have vaults that can accept multiple different assets at the same time. I think this is going to be like an even bigger unlock for this product because uh, I our, our hypothesis is that there's a lot of wrapped ETH and ETH holders who like don't know what to do with it, right? And for them, the best thing to do is like a lot of people don't want to be, you know, tracking different yield opportunities going between Balancer and Curve and Maverick, depending on what's highest yielding. Uh, we really want to be this thing, this like single source where you have your wrapped ETH or you have ETH and you want to participate in this ecosystem and you can come and be sure that you are getting the most out of DeFi uh, from those assets. So stay tuned. We'll have more to say in a couple of weeks, but I think this is going to be a very exciting uh, addition to uh, not only this vault, but like all of Somalia vaults in general. And sorry, guys, I have to drop off to uh, to another call, but uh, it was great chatting with you guys, and I'm sure Rock and uh, Joseph will be able to, uh, you know, keep everyone entertained. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike, and, and congrats on the great work uh, thus far. So what, one point I just want to touch on really quick, um, which dovetails with what Sun was saying on the multiple deposit assets is, you know, we at Somalier and also the team at 7Cs are really focused on user pain points. And this is just another example of the team listening to community feedback and user feedback and then making adjustments. So uh, started out when we first launched vaults, like while they were really powerful, they were a little gas intensive. And so there was some feedback from users like, hey, it's pretty expensive to deposit in these vaults. Uh, you know, can can the devs do something basically? And then the seven C's team came out with this turbo architecture, which preserved the powerful capabilities of the original, like real yield USD and real yield ETH vaults, but reduced the, the gas cost by orders of magnitude where it was, you know, single digit dollars to deposit in a vault. Uh, and so this, you know, multiple deposit aspect or the multiple deposit asset aspect um, was a result of, you know, another uh, pain point surfaced by users and then also some of our partner protocol teams. Like, you know, I'm an LST provider. I have a few different versions of my asset. It'd be great if one vault could accept all of them. Uh, you know, as a user, hey, I I want LST yields and I have Steeth already or I have this other LST. Like, it'd be great if I didn't always have to come with, you know, we. 
uh, in deposits. So this is just another example that I wanted to highlight of, you know, sommelier and, and 7Cs trying to listen to user feedback and, and also partner protocol feedback and, and make adjustments. There's, you know, more things in the queue on this front to just increase the, the quality of life for users. Um, but I just wanted to, to drive this point home a little more that, you know, we're, we're really trying to, to be cutting edge in all aspects of DeFi, including the, the user experience. Um, so I know we're at the top of the hour and folks, folks may have other commitments. So I'll just pause one more time for user questions. Um, and while maybe people are thinking of a question, Joseph, Rock, or, or Sun, any, any final thoughts? Just that, um, you know, I think this is exciting. You mentioned this, Josh, but, you know, the first, this is the first LRT product. This is kind of Somalia's first uh, exposure to Eigenlayer. And I think we're excited for this product and for more to come. We're definitely paying attention to this trend in DeFi. And uh, I think there's, you know, we have some exciting things in the works. Yeah, I don't know if uh, Rock's there still, but I guess I'd just second those comments and uh, just say we are we're excited on our side as well. And it's been uh, great working with the Somalia team so far. And uh, we're excited to see where this ball can go. Okay, awesome. Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining. Uh, if you have any questions, you can always, you know, reach out to us in Instagram or Discord. Like I mentioned, or like we mentioned before, the vault uh, will begin taking active DeFi positions today. It already has about 400K of TVL. Rewards are flowing in both the wrapped EE and the SOM token. Uh, so again, happy to answer any questions about the vault or just our products in general. You'll probably see us blasting different um, performance updates related to the vault, whether it's like yield performance or uh, just TVL growth. So just be on the lookout for that uh, and other related updates. So thanks to the EtherFi team. Thank you to 7Cs. And uh, have a great day, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. Motherfucker screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets, dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments, red down. Got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear Flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting knotters And then to end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy To pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists Jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity Before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss It's all moss And I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning Forming mycological bonds Flick the cap Though the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served
Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Tim Spaces.